Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the dinner table. Tonight, I have, or today, I have another special guest, and it is Roslyn, my grandma. Say hi, grandma. <laughs> hi. <laughs> okay, so just so you all know, my grandma is not like a usual grandma. She's what we call a glamma, okay? She is active. She does so much for us, for the community, and um, she's just glamorous all around. So thankful for you uh, to join us today, Grandma. Oh, my pleasure. I was waiting <laughs> for you to invite me. <laughs> oh, of course, I was going to invite you. <laughs> okay, so if you can just start by um, letting the audience know, the listeners know, like, your background, like your business owner, certified exercise physiologist. Let us know a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm a personal trainer. I own a micro gym in downtown Stewart, Florida with my husband, Mark. I've been in business uh, about 25, 30 years as a personal trainer. And um, I love helping people. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a gift that I have, and I just like to share my gift. I'm also a, uh, a stretch therapist, a certified stretch therapist, and a wellness coach. And um, there's other things I do too. Oh, I know you have a long rapport. Like you have a long <laughs> list. I know, Grandma. I know you can go all day. And it's funny because it runs in a family. Like, we all love to help each other. Like, I'm in the medical field. I also teach dance fitness. It's just, like, it just runs in the family. And I'm glad that I got that from you. Um, So, I know that last month was uh, National Wellness Month. Yes. And, yeah, and you were featured in, what was the magazine called? It's called, um, we do. The Balance uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's called it's it's an ocean media, um, and it's my living magazine by Ocean okay. Media. So um, we hit several parts of Martin County, like Jensen Beach and Stewart and Souls Point, Hope Sound. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I I will be featured actually every month. Oh, awesome! Yes. And I know that you um, had a section in the article, like a balanced living, which is really cool because I just like the the title because that's exactly what every day is. Like you're just trying to balance your life when you're trying to work out, you know, eat healthy, but also enjoy yourself. People that have kids, you have to make time for that. And also like me, like I'm in school, you have to make time to study. So I just like your segment in the article about just like balancing your life. Um, so, and I know you you mentioned some challenges growing up that you had. Can you just let us know, like, as a business owner, some challenges that you face, like, starting your business or maybe some recent challenges that you face and how you've overcome them? Well, um, I, I, I think you already, you know this really well. If there's something that you want to do, you just do it. I mean, you're a great example of that. You know, we yes. could... We need to interview you because I'm extremely <laughs> proud of you and what you've, uh, how you've accomplished yourself. So whenever there's something that I want, um, I just really go for it. I, I'm being naive about uh, how you should tackle it is probably how I've been able to 
get to where I am. And, and for example, like starting my business, I did actually start working for someone else. And I felt like uh, I'd always say, oh, if I had my own business, I would do it like this. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like that. So I, I would keep that in the back of my head and, and the person that I was working for, there was a, a laundry list of things that told me it wasn't going to work out. But in the meantime, my goal, my ideas became reality by just saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. So um, I have to say money was not an obstacle. Of course, I didn't start my business exactly the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I, I, I approached it in stages. And I know now that they were stages. I didn't realize it back then. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I, I dipped my toe in the water and um, I did start having goals. And at the time, my main thing was is that once I got fairly established, I felt like I wanted to um, give back to the community. So yeah. that was my approach. And so giving back to the community actually wound up how I wound up uh, getting clients. But my approach was giving back to the community, not giving back to the community so I could get clients. Exactly. And that's what I've learned in a lot of things. If you're trying to do things like for the money or for the fame, you're not. it's not going to like come I, th- I feel like you giving back to the community, it like it followed. Like, so they gave back to you after you giving back to them. Uh, so, Grandma, like, what are some like affirmations, like words of affirmations? Like, what's your favorite one that like that you do? My favorite one is follow your destiny. Follow your destiny. And I know that's pretty um, broad, but it, <laughs> you know, once you feel like there's something that you want and you feel like, wow, I think I was destined to do that. Then um, you, you, there's no reason why you shouldn't go for it. And, and I really have to say that because you can see every day people in wheelchairs or, you know, they're, you know, they, yeah, I don't have any legs. So what, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I know people working out, like they don't have legs and they still, you know, Able right. to lift themselves and work out and be and uh, participate in competitions. So you you have a good point there, right? And and to me, um, that that's like I said, that's a huge um, affirmation that I have. But if there's a little inkling that there's something that I'd like to do or help somebody, or you know, I just have to feel like if it's strong enough that that I I need to go for it. Good. Yeah, one of my favorites is I want, I can, and I will. Ooh. Just say that. I just love saying that to myself because that just reminds me. It's like, what do I want for myself? I can do that, and I will do that. So oh. I like, I like that. It's, it's, it's a, it goes. It's the same idea. Follow your destiny wherever your destiny may lead you. Um, yeah. And you mentioned that you know you've done a lot in the community. I remember growing up, you know, you participated with Habitat for Humanity. I know you used to like go like for the city, like on the city board, like you would participate, like the school board whenever they had meetings. Um, like, what are some other things that you've done in the community? Wow, um, cancer. Uh, I 
I was on uh, committees for raising money for cancer. I actually got a sponsorship that to this day is their main sponsorship, and um, which was $10,000. So just so happens I knew the person and was able to sit down with them and ask for the, um, the money and, and he gave it wow. to us. <laughs> wow. What kind of cancer? This is breast cancer. Breast um, cancer. Yeah. That, as you know, your grand, your great grandma mm -hmm. died at 59 of breast cancer. Yes. And, um, so when her 20th year of dying from breast cancer came, I just kind of bowed out of um, participating. And it was just, it's just a personal thing for me, but um, I, I feel like in our area, they got established. Let's see, um, Dancing with the Martin Stars is a fundraiser that I was involved in, raising over $11,000 for um, Healthy Start Coalition. I used to be on the board there. Used to be on the board for Seroptimus for several years. Um, a lot of local organizations. I was the president of the NAACP in 1989. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. In our area. Did, oh, yeah, I had Janet Reno was our, our guest speaker, and I met her at an event for NAACP, and I asked her if she would, and at the time, she was the... Um, the attorney general for the United States. So um, that was that that was huge for our community, and uh, so I was really happy about having. Yeah, her. I bet it was. Yeah, Leadership Florida. I um, was on the board for Leadership Florida. Um, a lot of different organizations. So what are, what are you doing now? Anything right. for the community now? Yes, um, I kind of cut back on a lot of things because I want to narrow my focus. And I, I do have a heart to heart with myself about where I want my energies to be. So I mm -hmm. work with some kids at the 10th Street Recreation Center. They come to my gym twice. Uh, in Stewart? In Stewart, yes. Mm -hmm. I have K through five comes once a week and then the older kids come once a week and then I go to the rec center and, and we cook. And um, so one oh, wow. week they're here, one week I'm there. And so what do they do when they come to your studio? They learn about cardiovascular and they learn how to work with the, the equipment. They, um, most of these kids are not involved in sports so they do push-ups and sit-ups. They go outside okay. and just have fun. The, the, um, these kid, kids are not allowed to be in a gym. So um, we treat it like this is a privilege. And then the things that they do that they aren't supposed to do because they might get hurt, they wind mm -hmm. up with it. And I say, and then that's me showing them that that's why they're not allowed in the gym because they could get hurt. They can hurt themselves, yeah. Yeah, so inevitably somebody's going to do something, but that's how, how they learn the reason why you can't do it exactly so right. i mean we have fun I, I let them cut up i put the music on for them and, <laughs> you don't dance do you grandma i hope you're not dancing around <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> no but you're a good dancer you even had the high heel workout one time i remember oh you, yeah like you like started that it, it yep. became a big thing you know 
Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. I even wound up having an interview with, um, they have the Today Show in Australia. Oh, no, I remember the that. The Sunday Show in Australia. Yes. I actually had an interview with Australia's um, uh, t- uh, Sunday Show. And um, they had TV25 come to the studio and film um, my clients, we were, had our high heels on and we did the high heel workout. So we were featured on TV, um, been in, uh, Essence Magazine, but not for, not the for the high heel workout. Yeah. Right. So I mean, grandma, like you're just like always like so busy on the run. So how do you like meal prep? Like what's some meal suggestions that you can give our listeners to follow? Meal meal suggestions? Yeah, because you're always busy. You're on the run. Like, how do you keep? The, how do you choose to get a healthy option? What is a quick meal uh, pr- suggestion that you can give? Well, um, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you right now, okay? Uh-huh. So, um, as I've gotten older, I've had um, I've discovered that I have food uh, sensitivities and. I just really couldn't believe it, but I had to get to a point where I had to sit down and say, okay, I need to address this. So um, I had a, what was considered a clean diet, you know, vegetables, fresh vegetables, fruit, and I used to juice all the time. And at one point I stopped. Mm -hmm. So I noticed when I stopped that certain, I used to juice beets, celery, and carrots every single day and um i like four in the morning (laughs) (laughs) well i got to a point where i just had the juicer at the gym and i oh really oh yeah just there yeah so uh i used to eat my my not really weighing food or you know i just knew i had to eat uh lots of vegetables eat a a nice lean protein Mm mm-hmm um, a carb, you know, if I wanted to, usually I would try to have a couple of fruits a day. So anyway, in the past, I would say three or four years, I've noticed I've had some food sensitivities. And the reason why I know that is because I would have this cough and get some congestion and I never really had an issue like that. So I, um, decided to become a vegan and then mm-hmm. I also added a functional nutritionist to, um, the list and I worked with her. She took blood from me. And she pumped me up with um, some supplements, which I really didn't want to do, mm-hmm. but, it, but it helped. Oh, wow. Okay. So after dealing with that, you know, I felt like I was okay. Um, decided not to do vegan anymore, but still just watching what I eat. But I noticed that going back to the way I was eating, like if I had a slice of pizza or if I had pasta or sauce, that it was a me and so then I really started noticing um like having a cough or indigestion or narrow it down to like what was causing the problem right okay so now I'm actually doing an elimination I hate to use the word diet but I I have certain foods that I'm eating that basically are um organic meats um roots certain roots except for white potato and um veggies so there's a list of certain veggies that i'm having i'm not having any uh sugars except for fruits okay and my doesn't really bother me to be honest with you because i never really 
was like, I, I, I don't have to have a slice of pie or anything like that. But right now, I'm just trying to figure out because um, this is like week number two. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what foods are causing me to have this. I think it's inflammation. So I was coughing. And so that's what I'm doing. I am not a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that each person needs to handle their um, nutritional needs individually. individually. Yes. But what I do not like is the fact that it's, it's hard to do that. I suggest a functional nutritionist if you feel like you're having any immune system type issues where you're feeling sick all the time, where you're coughing, where you have uh, your joints are, are hurting. Those are all signs that could mean that you have your something. diet. Something's it wrong could. with what you're eating. It could. And it's, it's okay. tough. I don't like putting, um, eating a, a pill to take that away. I am also, um, I have high blood pressure and uh, that runs in my family. So I do take high blood pressure medication. But other than that, I truly believe that um, listening to your body. And yes. It, yes. And you should. Um, do you offer the nutritionist like at your gym? No. Okay. I, you go to I, a doctor? Yes. A, it, a clinic. Okay. I, I go to a, a functional nutritionist. Her name is Michelle Narson. And she, um, she's also a friend of mine. She's a friend of the family. She knows your mom. Okay. And, um, she's, uh, if you look at her, man, she does not look her age and she, and I, I'm, you know, it's, it's certain nutrients that we need. What I, what I don't like is that at this point I can afford to eat the foods and take supplements that I need mm-hmm. but what about the people that exactly. Yes. Like I don't understand, like why have we found, I mean, I do understand because the economy is the answer, but there should be a way where people can afford the, you know, the healthy choices. It's just cheaper to eat unhealthy. And I've learned that because, you know, taking care of the kids, it was easier and cheaper to feed them, you know, the packaged food, the, you know, that has all the sodium in it, but it's better and it actually tastes better and more refreshing when I'm, you know, making it myself. Yes. Yes. But it is definitely expensive. And it takes time. So you have to really. And time. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, So like, what, what do you do? to help keep sane as well. Like I know that you picked up painting, drawing, you do a little improv. You guys listen, my grandma, (laughs) she's a jack of all trades. Okay. (laughs) So um, what else do you do to keep sane? Like something for Rosalind. Okay. So I I am uh, a painter and also artist. There's other aspects of um, art that I like. Okay. Um, I like abstract art and um, heavily involved in improv. Um, I belong to an Im- two improv troops, um, improv troupe Toast and also Belvedere. And for the community, every other week, Sunday, we have a drop-in so that anybody interested in improv can come here and we have three facilitators to help you get through. Okay, can you repeat when you have the improv again? Your, the phone went out. When do you have the improv? Okay. 
we have the improv every other Sunday, like this coming okay. Sunday at, at my gym. I am facilitating uh, what they call a drop-in. So it's open to the public and it's free. So next Sunday we won't have it, but then the following Sunday we will. So this Sunday, the 22nd, I think it is, or 23rd, mm-hmm. at 6.30, we will have a drop-in improv. So it's it's a meetup. That's how we get people to come and join to the- and- participate okay so I just want to break it down a little bit the abstract art so what is the relief like what is the feeling that you're getting from part like doing the abstract art it um (laughs) it's real personal uh what I mean is doing it is just personal I'm not saying I can't talk about it uh there's things that are going on in uh <laughs> right now with our government that um i i can express with okay. art you know i put i take the paint and put it on the canvas and it kind of comes out um as you know your aunt roseanne my sister has dementia and i've actually painted two pieces of uh art abstract art that um, are directly related to how I was feeling at wow, the time. Okay. And, um, and, it, and it, I think it comes out when you, when you, put you see your, it. your feelings, your emotions, and, and turn into art on paper. That's amazing. Yes. And what yes. does improv do for you? Oh, wow. Improv is, <laughs> improv is another form yes. of art, and it's very freeing. Like, you can, you, uh, you know, I love it. You can, you just don't have to. I mean, there's one young lady that comes that she's in a wheelchair, uh-huh. you know, and um, I think she's almost quadriplegic. Uh-huh. Okay. So it doesn't matter. It's very accepting, very loving. And with improv, your our saying is, is I, I got your back. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. And you say yes to you. You always are trying to make your scene partner look good. And you always accept the scene. You accept the gift that your scene partner is giving you. I like that. I mean, I think that's best for anyone. Like, whether it's improv, art class, a church group, or just, you know, uh, opportunity to fellowship with other people in any way you want to, any way that makes you feel free to you know release some steam whether it's like punching a bag working out but do it in a group so you can like get the opportunity to share um yeah can I do one more yeah. thing too you you're um soon to be um sister yes girly um she uh-huh. yeah girly she um invited me to uh facilitate <laughs> um art class to um, uh-huh. women and it was like that oh the paint, sip and paint you know, like yes yes yeah, sip and paint and it was life drawing and life drawing means that there's a nude person and they none of these ladies knew how to paint or draw or anything and I'm the one that has to help them take paint to canvas and, and paint. And let me tell you, it was 
so I had so much fun with these <laughs> ladies, and they were so excited and happy. They couldn't believe what, what they, they were doing. Some of the ladies came just for the companionship. Some of them couldn't take their art home because their you know significant others didn't know where they were. <laughs> oh goodness! Or, <laughs> but they came just to be in the environment around people. Yeah, that's awesome. It was so nice being around a bunch of uh, women. And the other part of that is, is that I share my feelings with um, other people, like the kids at 10th uh-huh. Street. Um, uh, I, I had a fundraiser and I took them to the Norton uh, Art Museum it was, in West yeah, Palm Beach. Cool. And I had a parent come up to me and just say, thank you so much. You know, I didn't think my daughter was going to like it. And she just kept talking about it. So, you know, in this particular area, though, they, they don't get exposed. They don't. I'm telling you, they do not get no. exposed to art. I mean, they just don't. And so that's part of my. Not only art, but it's- our history as well. Like when I yes. when I um, met Logan, like I learned so much about my history um, from him. And then I start reading and researching myself. But when I was in school. I'm telling you, like not even a quarter. I didn't learn a quarter about my history. So it's just really sad. Yeah. Um, and you know, they're still changing and editing the history books. So it's just really sad. And I just, I thank you, Grandma. And I applaud you for giving back to your community. And, you know, having someone, being in their children, in the children's lives, someone to look up to, you know, because the parents don't have time for it sometimes. And the parents, you know, they probably don't even know themselves. You know, that I remember living in Stewart and, you know, a lot of people don't travel. They just work and stay in the neighborhood. So I just think that's right. awesome of you, Grandma. So thank you. There was a, another incident where the um, the Jewish community was bringing a young man called Titus Keffer, and he is internationally known. Mm-hmm. And I contacted them and they it was supposed to be thirty five dollars a person. And they had my kids go for free wow. to to meet him, and he did a TED talk. That's how oh, cool. uh, popular. So his name is Titus Kapper, and he, I asked him if he could meet with the kids. And after um, he finished talking, he met with them and talked with them. But I mean, that was this this young man in our town was amazing. I mean, I was practically in tears about the fact Aww. that these kids had to meet them to meet him but um things like that you know I grew up in Brooklyn and I had an opportunity where art was everywhere mm-hmm. and so that is part of my mission is to um make sure that these kids have access to the art that's around them that's amazing so I know that you talked about your art your painting um, and also, you added the art teacher <laughs> to your list. It, where can um, the listeners like go and see your art? Do you have any any like posted on Instagram or Facebook? Uh, yes, I'm chocolate mermaid art dot com chocolate. or chocolate mermaid chocolate mer- on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Yes, and um, and um, and Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And- Oh, so you have, oh, you have, 
no, dot dot net. Net, yeah. dot oh, you have dot a website. Net. I didn't know that, Grandma. So chocolatemermaid.net. And also you can search her on Facebook and Instagram, Chocolate Mermaid. That's art. art. That's awesome. So I know you mentioned, you know, about the government and everything we're going through right now. Do you feel comfortable with just, just it's a couple of questions, not very detailed because I don't want to turn this to a politics thing. But if you are okay, you can answer. I just want to know, who do you think would make the best Democratic candidate and why? Uh, I knew you were going to ask that question. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I feel like we don't need to be divided. People, you know, that want a new president in the seat. I feel like we need to come to an understanding who we're going to, you know, going to vote for so we can make sure that we vote for them and they win. I just don't like all the division. Like, you know, the recent debate, it was so much bickering. I, we just have one common goal right now, and that's just to get a new president in the seat. That's my goal. I mean, so not, I mean, it's not everyone's goal. I'm sorry if you're, if you're pro-Trump and you're listening, but that's my goal. And, and unfortunately, the candidate that um, would probably be the best president is probably not the candidate that could beat Trump. Exactly. So exactly. What I'm, yeah. So that's why it's a little tough. So that's why I'm saying, who do you think will be the, the best Democratic candidate? And you can also share with us who you actually want to be. But I know that it's going to be like, I want Andrew Yang, but I know that's not going to be the best one to be President Trump right now. I like Andrew Yang. He's a numbers guy. He's an entrepreneur. You know, um, I, I'm really interested in this freedom dividend thing. I really feel like it could help. Um, he's He's been um, participating in the study where he's actually been given $1,000 to families. And there was this one guy he gave who had who was depressed. But after receiving the $1,000 um, from Andrew Yang's uh, group, he was able to go out and purchase a guitar, which music is a form of art. And the guy was able to learn the guitar and he's much happier and he feels less stressed. So I feel like, you know, the burden of is relief when you have that extra $1,000 coming in. I mean, I understand that it's going to cost like $2.8 trillion dollars a year you know from the government but we are already spending so much money anyway but who do you feel like would be the best one to be trump okay um <laughs> i almost really don't want to um i elizabeth warren is who i'd really like to be president i'll put it like you want that. warren uh, yeah, yeah, that's who I okay. would love. Warren, yeah, she's she's just hitting everything for me. Um, I and I I know what you're saying about the thousand dollars to give every person, every uh, American. I get that, but uh, Bernie Sanders was trying to um, push the um, Medicare for all. Uh, Medicare for all, and he's been doing that since he was congressman mm -hmm. and finally we are paying attention so the thousand dollar thing might be something we're talking about 20 years from now and that's what and that's okay. what i mean andrew yang is ahead of time he's like i said he's a numbers guy okay if you read his book you listen to him he breaks everything down and it'll be just probably too late 20 years from now this is something we need to do now but sorry continue 
But yeah, and you know, I could agree, except for it's just not going to happen. So what's going to be, what's going to happen is the reality of who, who's going to be in the White House, and the person that can probably beat Trump is either Elizabeth Warren or Biden. And the thing is, is that. Regardless of who's there, it's getting the people out to vote. Exactly. Whoever the Democratic Party chooses, they we gotta exactly. vote. If you want to get Trump out of the White House, you gotta vote. There's um I I helped out um in twenty sixteen and I don't know if you remember, but I wound up in the hospital uh in November. And I'll never forget I'm laying in the emergency room and they asked me, you know, my blood pressure was like 220 over like 110 it was ridiculous my carotid artery was popping they could not believe i didn't stroke out and they asked me why do you think you're so stressed out and so i i had to think about it well it was because i was knocking on doors trying to get people to vote picking up the phone and then after all of that trump wound up in the white house and i was in shock I couldn't listen to the radio. I could. I was a walking zombie. I know, but Grandma, that wasn't your and, fault. He won the popular vote, so what you did, it was helpful. No, but what I'm saying is, is that right now, I have to be really mellow. Got about you. It. That's really. You don't want to get yourself worked okay. up. I understand. Okay. Yeah, I can't right now. I could feel my heart. Okay, so moving race, on. So I don't. And so. <laughs> All right. So what's what's going on? Anything special you cooked this week? Oh, what you yeah. cook? I want to hear about that. Like the excitement in your voice. Actually, I cooked a lot of food because I thought it was. They, the weather said it was going to rain. I know all weekend, all weekend. and it didn't. Florida. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I made a a rump roast, which I never made before. I just stuck it in a crock mm, pot. Carrots and potatoes. Actually, I did the rump roast by okay. itself. I roasted um, a bunch of, of um, like beets and carrots and a bunch of root vegetables. And um, I took the gravy from the rump roast and I, the juice and made a gravy. And I saved some of it for a beef stock. Ooh, yeah. And then I made a soup <laughs> from the beef awesome. stock. I, I did a lot of stuff. Well, that weekend. sounds good. I cut a squash. I made some asparagus. Uh, I juiced a lot. I juiced um, celery. I juiced um, beets and carrots. So every morning I've been uh, drinking uh, one of my juices. You juiced them um, ahead of time? I did, and I stick it in the freezer. Oh, okay. And are you stick it in the freezer for the week? Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't thought yeah. about that. And it, does it still keep its, like, texture and taste? Like, is it still good? Oh, okay. okay. You just take it out the night before so it's ready in the morning. Yeah. Um, let's see. I made a, a fish soup. I've never made a fish soup before. It came out fantastic. Um, I did, like I said, a lot of cooking. And, and because of this elimination diet, I wanted to be prepared. I don't want to make any excuses about not having right, food. Right, right. So, um Anyway, I, I just did a lot. A lot okay, of and your favorite part of the week so far? 
the my favorite part is how I feel. I feel like my old self again. That's my favorite part. And my coughing has gone down to practically nothing. I did wind up having a shake that's on the list and something in that shake made me cough. But I think I'm not, I, I wound up getting blueberries that were not organic. So I don't know if, if maybe there's pesticides. Was there dairy know, in but, it? Okay. No, no dairy. It's, it's all coconut okay. milk. All righty. Huh? Yeah, I, yeah, not good with dairy. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, none of us are. So anything else you'd like to add before we complete this interview? Um, I think the main thing is, is I'd just like to say how extremely proud of you that I am. I mean, I just love your focus. Um, you're, in, if anybody's around you, your infectious um, attitude, positive attitude, your smile, your laugh. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> you're, you're straight up, you know, you are what you whatever you see is what she is she's not you know no bullshit um this you can't curse on me i'm joking you have a good heart thank you and i love you and logan together you're you guys so well thank you grandma again you guys can follow you can find rosalyn on chocolatemermaidart.net or on facebook and instagram chocolate mermaid art and just and, and what Rosalind's Fitness Studios. Yes, if you're looking for a studio to dance, have pertinent, a personal fitness trainer, Rosalind Studio Fitness. Com. And, and <laughs> Lipstick Happy Hour. Com. <laughs> Lipstick Happy Hour. Okay. Um, remember, everybody, it's never too late. Make time for yourself. Follow your destiny. I can, and I will. Bye, Grandma. Thank you. Love, Love you. you.